Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy July 5th, everybody. Welcome into Old School on this wonderful Tuesday morning here in Lincoln, Nebraska. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. No DP still. He's still on vacation. He might be back. He might be taking an extra day. As like he should. He, as, he, as he should. Like, he, he didn't do last time, and he kind of regretted it. He might be back. I'm not sure, actually. But it looked like he had a wonderful time in Vegas watching Israel Adesanya win unanimous decision got to meet a whole bunch of ufc fighters and saw chris rock perform live yeah i mean that's a a vacation and a weekend in itself you know um hey look we gotta you know i wouldn't say rest and recharge he definitely recharges batteries doing what he what he would like to do <coughs> you're not getting a lot of uh rest in vegas regardless of what, how hard you try but Probably uh not. You know, I'm uh, excited to see how his weekend went. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a week. T- tomorrow's going to be interesting when he gets in. We're going to ask him all kinds of questions. I want to see. You just I need to let him go. Does he, he just needs to have his own, like. Oh, yeah. Well, one-on-one is just going to be him just talking about Vegas. So Yeah. At least tomorrow. So it's it's going to be very interesting. Old School brought to you by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global has hundreds of job opportunities available here at the global headquarters in Lincoln. Go to sandhills.jobs and apply today. That's sandhills.jobs. Hundreds of job opportunities for Sand Hills Global, which sponsors old school. How was your fourth? It was good. I mean, it's uh, you know how it is. It's it, you know Lincoln does uh, does a big you know yeah. with in um, didn't start as early as it had in, in years prior. I think they didn't really open any of the stands until the day before. Um, but they definitely made up for it and. Seemed you know in our neighborhood it seems like it was you know everybody was safe and had a good good time definitely uh, you know late nights but I mean I think you just become immune to it but it definitely was a good fourth good good food and uh, good drink and got the chills extremely hot but uh, did you make w- anything? Uh, cooked a few racks of ribs, Ooh. some steaks and brats and you know normal stuff but um, you know people were walking up and down the street since it seems like the kids were up like 9 a.m., you know, even in the heat and finding something to do. They had like a little uh, down at the park. They had a Mendoza park where they had like a little 4th of July thing. So it was a lot of stuff going on. Um, seemed like everybody had a good time, and um, hopefully everybody stayed safe. I'm not a big 4th of July guy, but uh, as long as everybody else had fun, that's all good. I just like blowing stuff up, so I guess I am a 4th of July guy. But, you know, we uh, this is our first time 4th of July in our new neighborhood. Found out that. Everybody just kind of sits outside their garages open and watching other people light out fireworks. It's right. like the main road that you come in. Just we we came back because we were at the lake uh, in Central City uh, for the for the day, and that was a blast. Except for when the wind died down, it was just hot and right. humid, <laughs> gross. 
Um, but yeah, we were out there just having a blast. We lit off fireworks on the second cause we went up to Rachel's parents' house in orchard, but yeah, our neighborhood was just crazy last night. Yeah. I think they like, uh, people compete, like they save one, you know, they're big ones. And then somebody else will light one off. And they're like, Oh no, we need to, we got to go out with yeah. a big one. And people always venture down to where Missouri and get, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that, you know, they don't sell here. So it was, it is what it is. Like driving through my neighborhood, I saw one house that just had a pallet filled with fireworks yeah. just on their front, on their front lawn. And I was like, it's going to be a fun house. Yeah. They're going to have a blast. So we lit ours off on the second up in orchard and we went and bought them that, that morning. And I bought a one that was called ships ahoy. And it had 96 shots. Mm, yeah. And it was glorious. <laughs> it was yeah, fantastic. You, you, uh, yeah, I mean, we did, our, we did, did it, you know, bought a few. Um, but it's, it's, uh, our neighbors, they, 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 uh, they definitely get into it. They've, they've built like the, the things where I guess you can shoot the shells and, you know, so they can go up. I mean, they, they, they put some time and energy Jeez. into it. Um, it was a little odd because the fourth was on a Monday. Yeah. So that was a little different. I'm sure look, people had a three day weekend, but I'm sure that there's people that are, uh, walking into work or at work that are hurting right now. Oh yeah. Just from one being up late for two, at least two nights in a row mm-hmm. and three and, and, and also if they've been partying and drinking ever since Friday. Yeah. They're, they, they, and then you throw in an extra Monday. <laughs> Yeah, Tuesday is probably not the it's best. A, it's a rough Tuesday for it's a, a lot of Tuesday people. It's a rough Tuesday for everybody. I found out. So, <laughs> found out that uh, my father-in-law has uh, his fire extinguisher works pretty well. Mm. Uh, we lit one of the fireworks off, and it was one of the smaller ones that you know shoots a couple shots off. It was a little, little too powerful, maybe a little uneven ground. So, it shot one off, fell on its side. Ooh! Shot another one into the ditch. Started a little fire. Fire extinguisher works perfect. 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 It's a perfect. Well, at least fire he had one. Yeah. Yeah. He gave he gave it to us. He's like, here, you guys just take this. Just in it, case. Was, it was me, my brother in law, and my sister in law, and we're you know the three that light them off every year, and we're over there, and he's like, just just take this, just in case. We're like, we don't need it. We haven't needed it the last three years. Like, we'll be fine. It's a good thing we had. Yeah. It was a really good thing the, we had. The prophet. He knew that you guys had <laughs> fire starters in your eyes. I was like, you got the three pyros out there, and he's like, you know what? Just here, just just take this. But it was it was amazing. Found out my daughter doesn't like the loud noises of Fourth of July. Uh, when we lit us off on the second, she she was outside and she kept telling uh, Rachel, she's like, I, I want to go inside. I want to go to my room. I don't want to hear this anymore. And Rachel's like, Look, you're, you're, if you go up to the room, you're still gonna hear it. She was, like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. And then yesterday, we put her down because we had a long day at the lake, and she fell asleep on the drive home. Put her down in her room. And when everybody started lighting them off, she ran upstairs crying. So me and her slept on the couch. She she was not having it. Yeah, not yeah. a fan. It's an acquired taste, and um, it's once or twice a year. It definitely is has grown as far as the magnitude of what people shoot off. You know, since I was a kid. But um, you know, I mean, it's Fourth of July. I guess you just got to deal with it. Definitely, I always look at the clock. I'm waiting for like <laughs> ten, eleven o'clock at night. So. Well, was, we were sitting there watching a, a show, and everybody's just lighting them off. Our house is just vibrating because they're, everybody's lighting them off so close. It sounded like, I, I think it was just down the road, but it sounded like somebody was just like throwing rocks at our front yeah. door every once in a while because it was just this sound would just like 
come through the little walkway to our door and just like pinpoint somehow and it just yeah. sounded like somebody's just tossing pebbles at our door for a while it's amazing how far some of some of them can go and you can have like say like you have three of the same one mm-hmm. one can just kind of go straight up blow up and go 15 feet and then one next it'd be almost like a half a block away so you know yeah man it was a good fourth and um you know, I think the fireworks started, you know, late last week with the, you know, additions to the Big Ten. And then, you you know, you go into the weekend of that. You, you got the KD thing, Kyrie thing, um, all the different, like, trades and then uh, what potentially could happen. I mean, you got Rudy Gobert going to the my Timberwolves. I don't know what in the world the Timberwolves are thinking. But why would you give up four first-round picks? For Rudy Gobert, when you just gave Carl Anthony Towns two hundred like twenty four million, and he's mm-hmm. seven feet tall, and it's not like Carl Anthony Towns is like Kevin Durant, where you know Kevin Durant's pretty much seven feet tall, yeah. But Kevin Durant can play one, two, three, four, and five. He can do whatever you need. Carl Anthony Towns is a four or five at best. Yeah, he wants to be, and he wants to be a pick and pop four. He wants to be a stretch, right? And he's and okay it, at it, but he's not. There were problems last year with him shooting outside too much and not rebounding. No. Now you now you just in game full range. You're, yeah, you're telling him not to rebound or not to play inside. So, right. I I'm interested in it. I think it could work, but somebody's going. Somebody's got to go. I don't understand because it's Anthony yeah. Edwards, Cat, and Gobert. And look, Cat's not the greatest inside presence, so people weren't scared to go to the rim against him. They're not scared of him blocking their shots. So now you got somebody on the inside that can do that. Maybe they take turns going inside using their put. Po- but Rudy Gobert doesn't have any like. Look, he's an NBA player. He's fantastic. He's like a two, Rudy three-time Go, defense Rudy, Rudy player. Gobert year, but he has is, no post moves. He has he, you you dump it to him inside. The only thing he can do is dunk it and and or try to lay it up. Like he doesn't have anything that he's going to back you down and try to hit you with any type of move. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, a huge amount of skill around the hoop, especially with his back behind, back to the basket, or face up game. Yeah, so you, you need it. you need one or the other. What he can do, pick and roll, alley oop dunk, put back dunks. He can run the court pretty good for what seven two seven three. Like Definitely is a rim protector, but the problem with him is is he ha- he struggles in pick and roll situations, mm-hmm. you know. And so, as you get in playing against better teams later in the season, playoffs, you see you see Utah a lot had him on the bench because he was getting exposed. So why would you when you know and you and they played against him a while, you know they know yeah. who he is. It's not like an Eastern Conference team that you just all we're, – we're only looking at him once or twice a year. Why would you give up four first-round picks for him? Four first-round picks and and you knew four, four players? Three players. And you knew that, yeah, one Kessler is who you just drafted. Yeah. It makes no absolutely and no you sense. Just, you just made the playoffs with this team. You get him another year. Like, And if you really want to do this experiment, why not do it with a young rookie that is able to develop into some sort of offensive game? Yep. Because he's so green and he's a rookie versus a guy that's, I won't say set in his ways, but it's hard for Rudy Gobert to, what was he going to do? Be a 15, 18 foot jump shooter yeah. now? I mean, at the, at some point in time, the Timberwolves have to get out of the, out of their own way, and, and you see this sometimes in sports, whether it's college or pros. Uh, and I always say, college is somewhat professional sports; pros is entertainment. Is that they feel like they have to make a move to make it look like they're doing something in order to win. Yep. So you just gave away three players that played before. Patrick Beverly, who was 
a, a like a tempo setter and a guy that kind of was uh you, you know you want you, you you love him if he's on your team you hate him if he's on the opposite mm-hmm. team he took a brunt of the media pressure away from D'Angelo Russell um Anthony and Edwards because of his big personality yep. so you, you know you ship actually two players and he does provide leadership and he does provide um he's a he was an a, important part a, to that young right, team. Right, your defensive stopper can take the pressure off of D'Angelo and everything. So you give away two players in that. Then you give a, then you give away a guy that you just picked in the draft mm-hmm. who was essentially Rudy Gobert but just a rookie. Um probably a little bit farther than Rudy Gobert was when he was a rookie. So now you're just giving away that. And then two other players and then four first round picks. You essentially gave up like eight players for Rudy Gobert. You act like you're getting Patrick Hewing or and something. And this isn't this people are going to say oh this is a win now move. It's not you're not winning. It's not now. a win now move because you weren't winning before. You weren't. You you made the playoffs out of the play in game. You didn't. I mean, you, you really didn't have much of a chance of getting you, out of the you, first round. Like you could no, say that pretty, they pushed they, them, but they pretty much choked against Memphis. They they were up three different games by twenty points. Yeah, like you. So you, if you're gonna do that, you didn't have a chance. Like that lets me know your team has talent. You either have a lack of coaching or lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert provides neither. You put Rudy Gobert on that team. You take all those pieces off. First off, you're in a world of hurt because as much as it pains me to say this, Patrick Beverly played amazing defense against right. John Morant. John Morant you know, kind of went off in a couple of games, but Patrick Beverly held his own against him. You take Patrick Beverly off that squad, John Morant goes off. Rudy Gobert's not stopping him. Right. John Morant has shown he's not afraid of anybody. It, it didn't make any sense. So the NBA has obviously provided some tipsy-topsy uh, – you know, fireworks per se, and then obviously Kevin Durant, um, which I thought was—I thought the timing of it was odd. Um, I think he was waiting for Kyrie to opt, opt back in, in so and he, then said, um, "People then, said he's not—he doesn't want Kyrie to follow him." So, <laughs> right? I mean, it just seems like on the surface, you know, there were some reports like, "Oh, well, they still want to play together, but not in Brooklyn." No, they don't. They don't want to because play. if he did, he would run and run it back. Yeah. Um, and it's weird, you know, like they were trying to say that he was upset with Brooklyn because they weren't taking care of Kyrie. Kevin Durant has business acumen, right? You know, from a business standpoint that you and Kyrie have been more than catered to, and you guys just haven't got the job done. Right. So you, you, you know, they didn't want the coach, you know, they didn't like the coach because of, you know, you didn't have the cachet. Okay. You get a new coach. Okay. You wanted this player. You wanted Deandre Jordan. You wanted to pay him $10 million a year. There you go. You got, they, they went and got him. Turns he, out didn't work. Didn't work. He gone in a year. You want Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, and uh, make a trade for get rid of James Harden because James Harden didn't like the fact that Kyrie wasn't there and playing, mm-hmm. and they had animosity a few times in practice, and then he you know he would practice and not be at the games, and then they got into it. So then you trade James Harden when they were actually playing pretty decent with James Harden. Yeah, and James Harden actually was more efficient there because James Harden was not the problem. Right. So you trade him and then of course you got some good good haul back in, in Seth Curry. But then you bring in Simmons who had no inclination or no want to to play. Mm-hmm. So now you really essentially gave away you, you know they were saying oh it's a wash cuz Ben Simmons is a defender on the ball. These you guys are playing GM. <laughs> but then on t- oh, here's the whole thing on every on top of everything that they've done and everything they wanted they never once thought about defense or rebounding. And the funniest thing about it, when they were essentially got about to get closed out against the Bucks, Blake Griffin had not played for three games. Three! Yeah. 
and then plays in the game and pretty much won the game for him to keep the, the series alive. And they're like, where he been all the time? So the coach that you wanted, Steve You got him Nash, in street clothes. You weren't letting him play. Right. He was a de- the coach's decision. Yeah. So the coach that you wanted, right, not only didn't play Blake Griffin, hardly played LaMarcus Aldridge. So the lineup that you had at the beginning of the season, this coach changed, and you guys lost, and then you still the coach is still there. It's just the weirdest thing ever. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Kevin Durant is able to get traded because they're asking for multiple first round picks, a all star and an all star talent player. Right, I don't that, know where you're gonna get that from. That wants to play with Kyrie. Yeah, because we'll they're also trying to trade Kyrie. I guess the Kyrie to L.A. rumors like that still has legs. They're gonna. It's like a trade Kyrie and Russ, and then whatever else each team has to include. To but if you're LeBron, work. why? I don't know. All right, maybe he thinks that Kyrie will listen to him. I don't know but why. If you're Kevin Durant, do you go to L.A.? If they could swing that trade, you could. I, I would. For Westbrook? I would. I would. Right? Because LeBron would have no problem handing no. the reins off to Kevin Durant. I mean, he's, he's, he tried handing it off to AD, and he doesn't want it. Right. Here's what I'm going to ask you. Now, this is this is just a hypothetical now. Would you trade if if would you trade Anthony Davis for uh, Kevin Durant? Hold on, hold on. I, I already know the answer. <laughs> you 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 took the first. Uh, one. Too quick. Would you trade Anthony Davis for Kyrie? No, but definitely for Kevin Durant. Yes, in a heartbeat. Okay. Now, what would it? Now, I'm just thinking out loud, right? Just think if Rob Rob Palenka literally would go from the biggest. I wouldn't say the biggest joke is the GM, but the guy that's kind of like he's not great. Kobe got you the job, right? <laughs> okay, let's you know the homeboy hookup. If you could pull off this trade, this is the trade. If I'm Rob Plinka, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to. I'm calling up Brooklyn and I say, "Here's the deal, man. I'm, I'll trade you Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, six first round picks." Okay. Mm-hmm. For Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and then I build the team around that. Yeah, no, that would work. Yeah, and there's the zero ways that this right. doesn't work. Right, and then I find a way to give Kyrie like a three or four year deal. Yeah, because Kevin Durant has four years. Mm-hmm. LeBron, and then I you know extend LeBron or do something. Whatever like LeBron wants. Whatever. Just one more year. Yeah. Whatever you want, dude. Yeah. And we'll draft your kid. You only need one. You only need one year with that lineup. Right, and then you can get some. Then you try to get. You know the other little pieces of filling because LeBron and KD will switch off. You know, on the ball, lead, on, the, on ball. the ball, lead, yeah. leading the team, whatever duties. So you know, if one is one is a little injured, they don't have. And to And then take you're the always going to have to have. Then you bring it. I'll bring back like Rondo or somebody like that. Just a defense because you, you need somebody because you can't depend on Kyrie. No, Kyrie be off talking you know to the him, Dalai Lama. Or you know something. what I would do? <laughs> just to, just to mess with everybody. But hey, Utah, you want Patrick Beverly? You want you yeah. want to trade Patrick Beverly at L.A.? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That might be all right. Just bringing in, but to see, then it would reek of like when the Lakers had Carl Malone. Oh yeah, that was those, a mess. And all that those was guys. a mess. Yeah. Well, when they had Steve Nash and Dwight Howard. Steve Nash was about two years too late because the back was gone, and Dwight Howard was, I don't know what he, he was, was in his prime. I don't he, know what yeah, happened. I just he, don't know what happened. He was scared. Of, he was scared of. Filling the shoes or following, yeah, a legend and the Shaq, other. and it, and he went to the other way. It was it just was a charm and soft, as Kobe said. Well, the thing is, it's it's some people. 
there's two ways they usually react to pressure. Embrace it or they fake it like they're trying and then they actually are counterproductive in doing the opposite behind the scenes. And that's what Dwight Howard did. And I think but you know what, I'm gonna give Dwight Howard one hundred percent respect is that he continued to play well. So even when he was in with in Washington and other teams, mm-hmm. Charlotte, he played at an all star level, should be easily a Hall of Fame player. Oh yeah. But then he actually you know, whether you know, got humbled or whatever, when he was out in LA, he was a huge part in them winning the championship in the bubble. So mm-hmm. big ups to Dwight Howard. But yeah, that's uh the NBA would be interesting to see in the in the next I imagine trades and signings to be next two weeks and then kind of, you know, taper off. It's kind of like the NFL free agency. I'm wondering if Utah is going to blow it up, if they're truly going to try and build around Donovan Mitchell or if, if, you're Donovan actually, Mitchell, or if they're looking for a trade. If you're Donovan Mitchell, dude, I'm gone. I'm, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. No. I don't want to do that. No, because Joe Ingles is gone all this. So yeah. I, gotta, I, I think he's 26. Yeah. So, look, I don't want to I don't want to do this. I don't want to waste my prime and, years. And I would say trade – Mitchell for Russell Westbrook, but the way Utah fans have talked to Russell Westbrook, that's, is, not, that's gonna, not happening. That's so, not going to work at all. Regardless if Dwayne Wade is partial owner, so it's not it's not happening. I don't but, think L.A. would do that. They they know. No. Well, Russell Westbrook wouldn't wouldn't yeah. show up. Well, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I so feel it, my physical. I can't do it. it. It's, it's, I mean, what does Portland do? What does Dame Lillard do? You I mean, how, how much, how He's, long? He keeps saying he wants to stay there, but, man, I don't know about that. If you pay Anthony they, Simmons a hundred yeah. million dollars, I guess they go. brought in Gary Payton the second, and I guess the Warriors front office is upset that they didn't offer him a better contract. They wanted to keep him, but Portland got him. Hey, money talks. Guess we'll see what happens. Up next on Old School, the greatest segment in the land. What's up with that? With me. Up next. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 